Good afternoon, I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. I'm Cade Weiberg, and it definitely doesn't. Show us those sick songs. Oh, I fucked that up. Sorry, I'm looking for this uh, um, tech email I sent myself the other day um, to provide banter. We just watched Black now, We Panther. hadn't heard the song yet. You just kept talking. Uh, you never paused. Okay. When should we pause? Now. I'm going to put the now after the song. Okay, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we have a big episode tonight. Yeah. We just watched our first MCU movie since Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, which was in November? Yes. Early November, yeah. in fact. So, it's been it's over been, three months. It's been a while. It's been a while. First of 2018. Yes, the first one of 2018. There is a kind of funny story about uh, getting us to the theater. I <laughs> uh, was, this is like I had a busy day at work, so I mm -hmm. was late to the theater, and Jordan is texting me. The movie starts at 7, and Jordan, um, you know, was just doing whatever he does. I don't know what he does when he's not on the podcast. He's probably eating Fritos. I was working, and then I was done working, so I was at Kate's house. Yeah, what time did you finish work? Uh, five. Okay. Um, reasonable time. I yeah. uh, had to do some extra stuff, so I was there till about 6.30. And I have anxiety when it comes to arriving to things on time. Mm -hmm. So punctuality is a big part of who I am as a person. Sure. Um, so all of these other Marvel films in 2017, uh, Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, I was there right after work between 5.15 and 5.30 yeah. for the 7 o'clock showing. Um, this one, well, apparently, was, and also, if I should mention, there were no lines at any of those movies. No. We showed up. For, why? Spider-Man Homecoming? Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. The third Thor movie? Pretty good. Most of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there were no lines. So, yeah. uh, Jordan texts me. And I, you know, when Jordan texts, I can never tell if he's serious or joking. Yeah. And he's saying they're setting up seats in the aisles, like it's so crowded. <laughs> yeah. Don't know if he's telling the truth. I have to park like two blocks away because I can't, I'm freaking out that I'm going to arrive to the theater. I was wondering how you were reading those because obviously I knew I was joking. <laughs> but, uh. Well, I know, I know you don't particularly like interacting with strangers. That is true. Uh, so I can imagine if, and you didn't have a jacket today because it was un unseasonably warm. Yeah, it is uh, February at this point. Yes. And it was 70 degrees today. Insanity. Yeah. So I figured uh, you'd have a lot of people approaching you saying, you don't have a coat here. Is this seat open? Uh-huh. May I sit next to you? It's me, a stranger. Yeah. And you probably... Well, I gave up on one side. The left got taken. Okay. Um, yeah. And then I was like, well, now I just need to make sure I have one seat to the right of me. And <laughs> so I, I just leaned way over it, you know, okay, really, yeah. really like, like someone, they were like, if we're going to take the seat, we're going to have to get pushed you with this boy. kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you did that. Mm -hmm. uh, I got there 635 ish, 640 yeah. probably. Um, I got there at like 615, 620. Oh, okay. 
Well, see, thank God. We would have been yeah. sitting in the nosebleeds. Yeah. And which is in the movie theaters, the see, front row. And you say you like getting there on time. I really did not like getting there on yeah. time. See, because then I had to wait through the previews. It yep. was like a whole ordeal. That's our dynamic. That That's was what like makes an, us... An hour of waiting. Yeah. Ugh, through the worst And I am trailers. happy. I'm happy you were able to do that. Uh, I'm some sort of... Podcast. I'm like a hero, is yeah, what I am. Yeah, for the podcast, um, you know, we've all, we all have made commitments and mm-hmm. sacrifices i waited an hour um, 60 minutes you know what i can do in 60 minutes watch an episode of 60 minutes i can build uh, well that's true <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say build a car but that's actually probably not true <laughs> <laughs> i was about to lie your truth was actually better um so it's been a big couple weeks uh, i pointed out to jordan at the beginning of the when we first saw each other in the movie uh i haven't seen you since um our last podcast, yeah, which has been two weeks ago, yeah, um, which you guys will hear two weeks from now. We have upcoming uh, Phantom Thread podcast. Mm-hmm. You are not going to believe who thinks what about Phantom Thread. Yeah, unreal. Uh, and then we have a special guest a following week, uh, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all watched Legion, and hilarity ensues. Yep. Legion, the FX. A lot of good, a uh, lot of good show. movie talks. A lot of good content coming your way, and. Best yet, I made an or I had an interview mm-hmm. with none other than Linus Roach, Thomas Wayne from Batman Begins, mm-hmm. and that episode will be coming up after the Patrick episode. Yes, that's assuming a, a no, solid month away. Yeah, but look forward to it. Yeah. I got a a sit down interview while we were standing, but still, yeah, I got to interview Linus Roach. My uncle calls me out of the blue. Uh, it says they're filming Homeland season six at my house, mm-hmm. and I was like. Cool. <laughs> so I drove up to Richmond, took a half day off work. Um, I won't get into the interview portion in this podcast because that's three weeks from now. But I do have a funny story. Uh, my uncle gave me that stormtrooper downstairs. Ah, I was I didn't ask where that came. Yeah, from. Yeah, I was saving it for the pod. Yeah, I walked in and there's there's a uh, stormtrooper, life size nearly. Well, it, it's life size if he was born with like um, some. Dwarfism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's for a child, it's life-size. Yes. So that was intended for um, my cousin, who is seven years old. And it was purchased two Christmases ago in 2015, right when Force Awakens came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been in my uncle's attic ever since. Um, not getting a lot of use out of yeah, it? Yeah. See, the best... And I thought about, like, why would he not play with this? And I, then I thought about it. What would I do with this as a seven-year-old? The best part of opening that gift would be, like, opening the gift. Yeah, because it's like, whoa! Yeah! Oh, my God! A live <laughs> stormtrooper! What would I do past that point? Hey, come on, man. Hey! But you know what a 25-year-old man can do with it? <laughs> be the life of the party. Yeah. I can get him to hold beer. Yeah, no. Hol- nacho trays. Hol- out. Fill him with ice. So... Um, I do want to mention, I just touch on this. Uh, mm-hmm. I drove up there. I've never been on like a live, they were filming Homeland. Right. And was, I've been on Mandy film Mandy in there? Is he in Homeland? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch Homeland. Homeland. I, 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 I don't know. know. Okay. I won't get into the Homeland right. tour. That's for the three week I thought interview. Mandy Patinkin was He might Homeland. be. I don't know. I Let's don't watch Homeland. Out. I'm going to look it up. This is season seven of Homeland. All right. They have, you, you keep working. Okay, I'm going to keep talking the story. Um, so, there are... I've been on a film set, like, when Jordan made his college video. That was pretty legit, as far as film sets go. It was Yumi, Seth, um, and three other people. And there was a light guy. And then uh, Kyle, who has been on the podcast, I've been on a couple of his film sets also. 
uh, smaller projects. Mm-hmm. This was 100 people inside my uncle's house. Yeah, that's a lot. It was, and I, I was just perplexed. Like there were assistants for the sound guys. There were assistants getting the assistants like sodas and stuff. It was a surreal experience. So my uncle's showing me around after I do my interview with Linus Roach. I haven't been to his house in years. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, why did they choose his house? Uh, I will get into that more on the <laughs> podcast okay. when, we, when we talk about the full homeland thing. Right. I just want to tell the Stormtrooper story. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the Stormtrooper is in my uncle's attic. And I'm just, he's showing me around. The tour makes it all the way up to the attic? This is the garage attic. So he built a garage. Uh-huh. He didn't. He paid people to build a garage. Sure. yeah. Um, and they built a room upstairs that, when I last visited, was supposed to become best or guest rooms and, mm-hmm. like, bedrooms for visitors. Right. Uh, it was an attic at this point, And yeah. it was full of toys. Neat. And he was just, well, yeah, exactly. He was just <laughs> like, there's so much crap up here. I can't believe that this isn't bedrooms by now. This is so frustrating. Yeah. And then I said, oh, my God, a stormtrooper. And he said, you want it? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, and he wanted to, uh, so my aunt bought um, my cousin the stormtrooper for Christmas. Yeah. And my uncle immediately did not like it. Cause he knew that my, my, or his son would not play with it at all. Uh-huh. And it would end up in the attic as it did right. for two years. He's like, you got to get this out of here. Please take it to your car. But I, you can't let your aunt see it. <laughs> so I am walking through a film set with this life-size stormtrooper yeah. trying to avoid my aunt. And he's trying to look uh, for her. I was her. hoping it was like under a blanket or something. It is so not. It looked it like you were like carrying the catatonic child. Well, that's the, <laughs> the best part is I'm walking it through a hundred film industry enthusiasts. They all see that. They're like, I will pay you for that stormtrooper. <laughs> I'm like, I just inherited it. <laughs> This is insane that I'm getting money offers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you had been in the attic a minute before I, it would have been in your possession. But it's just this very sitcom-esque picture me walking through this crowded house Mm -hmm. with a life-size stormtrooper. Yeah. And I get it all the way to my car, and there is a policewoman next to my car because I parked on the street, and she's just monitoring the street because there are a lot of important people there. Right. Bo Bridges is also in the scene. Mm. Jeff Bridges' brother. Wow. Yeah. The dude himself his Near, brother yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the bro the bro the bro of the dude yeah um and a, the lady cop was sitting on the street or sitting in her car parked on the street and mm-hmm. she looked at me with a stormtrooper and she's like they tell you to bring that to me <laughs> it's like everybody wants this thing i put it in my trunk and that's the story um but we will get more in detail uh People will hear it three weeks, Jordan. We'll hear it uh, next pod because we have a couple backlog episodes yeah. to get out. Um, Little production secret there. I know. Um, so I just wanted to point out, let's just talk a little bit about Marvel before we get into Marvel. Black Marvel's Panther. Black Panther. Rawr. Everyone wants to hear about it. Everyone, especially people who have maybe just looked up like Black Panther in their podcast search engine because yep. their cur- their po- favorite yeah. podcast hasn't reviewed Done it they, yet. No. And so they, they, they're listening to this and it's already 10 minutes in and they're like, when do these guys start talking about Black Panther? And those people I say, not yet. I say, wait for it. I say, wait a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. We're almost there. We're about to talk about Black Panther. We got a lot to say about Black Panther. But before we do, mm-hmm. um, a big part of this show is us talking about how much money Robert Downey Jr. makes compared to the rest of the Avengers. Right. So I did a little digging. Um, 
they never released. I have the salaries from Avengers 2, and I already uh, told you Avengers 1. Uh, refresher for those of you who haven't listened to that podcast in a while. Mm. Or Jordan. Sure. Um, Robert Downey Jr. made $30 million. That's pretty good. Second place. I guess I'd take that. <laughs> second place was Samuel L. Jackson with $3 million. Yeah. So that's a big jump. Yeah. And then all the other Avengers less than that. Captain America got 300000 for his first film. Wow. This is, those are an interesting set of, like, each one's a magnitude greater than the last. Yeah. For his, so that's for his first film. Now I have all these other salaries. And they never released the Civil War salaries. That's because I'm 99% sure Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., got paid more than Chris Evans. Oh, absolutely. But in his own movie? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Not Can even imagine? close. Can you imagine? I bet he made double, at least. Double? Double. I don't think double. You don't think double? <laughs> I don't think double. <laughs> he paid, right. They got paid three hundred thousand dollars. The age of and they got thirty million. But this is a Captain America movie. But he, they still paid him a hundred times more. <laughs> a couple movies previous. Well, no, sorry. So Captain America got paid, Chris Evans got paid more for the Avengers. Mm. What did he get paid three hundred thousand for? For the first Avenger. Uh, that is not the first time that uh, title is sort of screwed you over yeah. <laughs> in explaining things. Ugh. Uh, so. Uh, yes, you know where he jumps on the grenade to, heroically and saves everybody. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, that dumb, dumb, dumb. dumb. <laughs> um, Which oh, we get a little flashback of that in Black uh, Panther. We get a Civil War flashback. Yeah, we don't get a first adventure flashback. In Black Panther, he jumps on a grenade, not to spoil oh, anything. Oh, please, yeah, no more spoilers. Yeah, can we? Can you shut up about Black Panther for a second? Yeah. Okay. Um, Age of uh, Ultron. I do want to talk about it. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Age of Ultron budget, $250 million. Robert Downey Jr. got $40 million. Scar Joe mm. got $20 million. Hmm. Chris Evans, $7 million. Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing to be him. Hawkeye, $6 million. Pretty good for Hawkeye. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Thor, $5 million. Sure. Um... I think that's all that was posted. Wait, are we missing um, Ruffalo? Ruffalo's not on here. Hmm. Although he wasn't in the movie that much. Yeah, I wonder how much you give Ruffalo. Because Ruffalo's a big name. Yeah. He's a bigger name than Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans. You think? I think he's... Well, he's more esteemed. He's been in stuff. Mm. Those are still young guys. Um, so here is... Ruffalo was... Uh, he was in uh, Zodiac... Need Which I, you don't need I go like. on. <laughs> you I, liked, I liked Zodiac. I you didn't told, love it. I enjoyed Zodiac, and then you I, watched it, and you're like, another dumb Cade movie. This no, is no, Dreamcatcher no, 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 all no, no, over no. again. I, I'd give I'd give Zodiac a thumbs up. It's just not like a like a crazy high. Like thumbs two up. thumbs up. Like yeah. a high thumbs up. <laughs> what do you hold them? <laughs> you hold your fists higher. Yeah, this one. This one was like a solid belly. This button. is like at the belly nice, button. Dude. Like, nice. hey, but it's not like it's not up here at my shoulders. Like, yeah. oh no, you look like a freak. <laughs> Yay! That's insane. <laughs> um, it's like the um, it's like that Kristen Wade cashier character. Yay! Yeah, Target lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My least favorite SNL character. No way, that's your least favorite. She's my second. Actually, there are second. some big clunkers no. in SNL's catalog. Second least favorite, next to Gilly, who is also big. Ah! Oh! 
I love uh, Gilly. Do you really? Yes. You're joking. No, I'm oh not God. joking. I love Gilly. Why? I, why do you hate him? How have we for five years <laughs> never discussed Gilly? We've known each other. This seems like a jumping off point in any man's relationship with another man. That's <laughs> so funny. You, you know, do like really? I, yeah, I love Gilly. I think you're messing with me. I am not messing with you. That's so funny. My mom. And like, uh, like my family, like growing up, would watch yeah. that. My mom loved that skit. Really, and I loved that skit. Yeah. And how do the rest of your family think? Ah, oh, they all loved it. So you just mentioned that you loved it, and your mom loved it, and you well, didn't well, mention that the rest of your family also loved it, but they did. No, well, because my mom was more of like the impetus behind it. Like she was, uh, she was like dying laughing. The rest of us were like dying laughing. Well, not I don't know. My mom's not a very emotional person, so dying laughing for her. So a chuckle is, yeah. is dying laughing. Oh, no, she, she laughs over there. Okay. Yeah. You think she's going to listen to the Black Panther episode of our <laughs> podcast? I don't think she'll make it. My sister will, though. Okay. She'll, she'll probably and she'll tell relay my mom. the information. Yeah. Well, your sister's a bit behind. Yeah. She's got a couple. She says she's catching up. What does that mean? Last we checked, she was like Iron Man. You know, it's interesting right now is uh-huh. that uh, as the time that we're recording this, and probably the time she'll listen to it, she's pregnant and she's caught up. So the, by the time she listens, these sound waves are going directly into her ears, mm-hmm. like right to the right, right to, to the, the baby, yeah, the Bambino. Yeah, he's getting influenced. Yeah, pulled th- in two directions. You think by he'll Marvel. come on the pod? Ah, uh, if the pod is still going, probably <laughs> oh. get him <laughs> when he's born. When's he born? June. The pot will still be going in June. Yeah, yeah, but it, he's not much of a guest at that point. <laughs> I think it would be... How many podcasts have a baby? I don't know. We have four million fans. Maybe after tonight, five million. I'm thinking we wait like another three years after that, get him saying some basic words. Mm, all I need him to say is Jordan sucks. He will not be able to manage that at birth, and even but maybe. by the time he will manage it, he will know how foolish that would be to say. <laughs> um, maybe. Maybe yeah. not. Um, so here's, everyone on the internet was speculating mm. the Civil War salaries, and I just want to point out that you like math, and you like riddles. <laughs> yeah. You're a big fan of both of those. So <laughs> um, things to pair. If I give... You, these, you know, like, um, the bullet points, like, uh, and you sort of have to solve a mystery based on certain facts that you know about the K. Did you ever get those brain teasers? It, like, mm. gives you five or six. I like, mean, it sounds like a two-minute mystery, but they just spread the bullet points out into a story. Yeah, that's a two-minute mystery. Yeah. We should do a podcast on two-minute mysteries. That would be... An episode. Oh, let's quit this podcast <laughs> right now and just do every week we tackle, we like, do three two-minute mysteries. <laughs> I'd be down to do a two-minute mystery, yeah. Oh, nah. I want a whole podcast. You want an entire podcast. Let's burn this one down. <laughs> Fuck it. We haven't even gotten to we infinity don't, We don't war. need it. It's over. We're a two-minute mystery podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Jordan Peoples. And for two-minute mysteries, rock versus yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very non-argumental <laughs> podcast. My problem with two-minute mysteries, the last time we did these, we were on a field trip to Jordan's wedding. An 11-hour jo- drive. Yes, Jordan's sister's Jordan's wedding. Jordan's sister's wedding. Which is where the baby came from, in long term. Yeah, actually, Like, that was the matrimony. Do you that- think those events are connected? Yes, <laughs> I do, Jordan. I'm willing to admit that. So, I think... Well, anyway, we, uh, it was you, me, and uh, Nick, my college roommate. You were mm-hmm. roommate at the time, at, currently. Yeah. Um, your roommate. My best friend since first, first grade. Um... <laughs> We were. I was reading Two Minute Mysteries. Jordan was driving. Mm-hmm. Also, like a fucking madman, you were driving. The no driving was fine. Uh, thank you. The AC. Uh huh. 
I had to fucking wrap. I had shoes and socks on, and I had to wrap a towel around my feet because Jordan would not let up on the um, the air conditioning, like on, yeah. the, on the feet. What is that called? The AC? No, but it's the AC in the car, but there's like dashboard and then there's like floor. Floor, yeah. Floor know, there's, there's just two levels of air. Yeah, there's. Yeah, but, yeah, I had to keep the cold on. My feet were hot. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, hot feet. They were had to be on fire because mine were icicles. Yeah, no, they were. So that's my least favorite thing about you, other than I just my found out feet. you liked Gilly. Yeah. That was so anyway. She's Gilly. That was a very frustrating <laughs> car ride. Uh, on top of that, every time I read a two-minute... This lasted 11 hours, by the way. Every time I read a two-minute mystery, I would finish. I'm like, so who do you think did it? What are we going off of? And Jordan would say, honestly, I was not paying attention. Not every time. <laughs> every other time. Yeah, every other time. <laughs> about right. 50% of the time. And also, I was driving. Yeah, sure, but Nick would do the exact same thing. Yeah. Well, agent, detective. Yeah. Oh, we all also, had names. Uh, fell we all had the detective wheel. names. <laughs> Uh, I was Doctor Puzzles. Puzzles, and I was the Gooch. The Gooch. I was like the tough, hard-nosed cop. Cade was like a specialty guy from the like the district. You only mm. call him in, like yes. And and then I he comes in. I'm like, oh, this guy, this snooty guy. <laughs> and Nick was just the he was he was like my partner. The normal, He's, he was a straight man. The, yeah, the straight yeah. man who fell asleep during yeah. mid mystery once. Yeah, I turned back and I was like, Nick, what do you think of this? And he was literally asleep. You'd imagine me as like a Michael Chiklis type. Mm-hmm. You'd imagine you definitely as soon as you said the Gooch, you're like, I'm like Michael Chiklis. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a very clear image. <laughs> This is a lot of Black Panther-related stuff. Yeah. I haven't even gotten to this brain teaser yet. Yeah. So sol- let's solve the mystery of who made what in Civil War. Uh-huh. Um, a million dollars. Okay. That uh, was just for the, the best boy. He actually got paid exorbitantly. So based off the facts of Avengers 2, you could assume that Robert Downey Jr. is receiving something similar to 40 mil. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was reported that he accepted a $40 million contract instead of a $50 million in exchange for a larger role. But on top of that, hmm. he will receive a percentage of the profits above a certain point. Which, That's funny. I, I, want, I want to do more work. Give me less money. I'll well, take less money if you give me more, more but you work. But he profits above a certain point, and Civil War definitely made those You think that made money? money? Do I think Civil War made money? You think that made money? Pope Catholic? I guess it didn't make Minions money. It did make Minions money. It made more than Minions, uh, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I bet Minions didn't have to pay Robert Downey Jr. $40 million. It might have. I don't know anything about Minions. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, so, Chris Evans could be expected a significant, significantly larger pay than Age of Ultron, although not as la- large as Robert Downey Jr., mm. given his much larger and demanding role and already pay cuts taken from Age of Ultron, which would probably be around $30 million. ScarJo probably took a pay cut, but given the massive budget for the film, it's entirely likely that she didn't. That's an interesting riddle Mm. or point. Uh, Hard to say, given her part was smaller than the budget was larger. Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan likely pulled around $5 million. Mm. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That seems really good for them. I mean, Jeremy Renner also. they're, they're heroes at this point. I mean, the Winter Soldier is, like, you can't have the movie without him. I don't know how Falcon's pulling in $5 million. Yeah. I wonder how much he made in Ant-Man. Ugh. I, mm, Winter Soldier. What a, what a problematic Great character in the, history of, <laughs> in the history of Marvel. Phenomenal film. Tom Holland was likely paid much smaller <laughs> amount comparatively. <laughs> He'll be making big old bucks soon. How much money do you think he made? 
for homecoming. Who cares? Because like in five years he'll make like thirty million dollars. For what? Just whatever royalties yeah. from homecoming. He'll just be yeah. He's he's good looking, young like, and he's good for. He's gonna be Spider Man for a while. Um, Paul Bettany might have earned more than five million, but it's hard to say considering most people were given a pay cut. Hmm. Um, Jeremy Renner probably made the same as Age Voltron. Daniel Bruhl most likely pulled in around three to four million. I don't know who that is. I have no idea. Who I wonder that if is. that's uh, the bad guy. Hmm. Zemo. Zeno. Zemo. No telling. Uh, Martin Freeman has the power to pull a million dollars, but I doubt he did. Well, in this, he definitely did. In this, yeah, yeah. But he's in in Civil War. What do you think of his American accent? Is he British? Yes. I didn't notice. You didn't know Martin Freeman was British? No. He's in Sherlock. His name's Martin. So that's fine. <laughs> that's a good British name. Um, honestly, I didn't really. You, you just. He's Watson. How yeah. did you not know he was British? You thought he was doing a British accent there? Maybe. That's crazy. Well, he's also in Lord of the Rings, which is very American. No. <laughs> that's right. My British guy. I think he has a British accent in it. Um, this is insane. Elizabeth Olsen. Don Cheadle maybe got three to five mil. Huh. That's interesting that Falcon's pulling in more than Don Cheadle. Very. I definitely would have thought that that was the opposite. Uh, exactly. And Elizabeth Olsen made two to three million. Um, and reading more. Crossbones got a million. Who the heck is Crossbones? The guy in the, the very, the person who they're fighting at the very beginning that, uh, has the fists or whatever that punches Captain America. And then, Mm. uh, he has the grenade that he kills himself. And then, um, Elizabeth Olsen throws the grenade in the window, which causes the civil war. Hmm. You know, it's your favorite Marvel film to date. Yeah. Marvel, or is Marvel. it? We don't know. We haven't talked Ooh. about Black Panther yet. <laughs> um, also, fun fact, I read the other day. Hmm. Um, originally, this Black Panther movie yeah. was, they were going to give, I think it was Ryan Coogler, the guy who directed this. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was the screenwriter. Someone, a big influence behind Black Panther was supposed to make a War Machine solo film. Hmm. How do you think that would have fared? Not nearly as well, well as this may or may not have, depending on what I well, think just, about it. You'll find out at the end of the podcast. This is going to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This has already broken records for like the no. pre-sales? Yeah. Oh, pre-sales, yes. Yeah. For Marvel movies. Yeah. Which, and I bet there's going to be a huge weekend for it. Yeah. Well, there's nothing else in the theater. I just mentioned yeah. there I've seen everything. Yeah. I think this is going to be a big, big weekend. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um... What do you think it's going to clear? What did Civil War get in its first weekend? Any That's idea? May. That's it made over 200 million. Yeah. It was close to February is a shit month. Yeah, it's a shit month. But this is but as you said there's nothing else to see. It's yeah. not really competing with anything. So I, think I bet it could pull The hype behind this movie is just unreal. Yeah. It's it's I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. I'm about to give you my event. I mean, they they had like all the 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 college football advertising, Kendrick did the halftime show, and then the Super Bowl, they advertised it then too. So it's just like those two big sporting events back to it's back. It's just crazy to think everyone was aware of it. Yeah, but at the same time, you're trying to make a movie that is not outshined by Civil War. Or sorry, uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Which is like the big yeah, 10 year in the making. Yeah, they and they just put well, but what, maybe try this standalone solo film. Yeah, about a character you barely know. Mm-hmm. 
So I think they did a terrific job marketing it. Yeah. Everyone knows about it. It's getting rave reviews. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't even do a podcast where we talked about the reviews just because it's been so long. Yeah. Well, and and they weren't out when other. we did our teaser we, No, the Black Mirror Panther. Mm -hmm. uh, they were not there for that. Great right. app. Check it out. So we need you to give your review. Um, first off, I just want to want every all of our 4 million fans to know. Also, we might have 5 million tonight. We're going to drop this the night of, or morning of, Black Panther's release. Yeah, it depends. Sure. Whenever. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, if you drop it anytime tomorrow, that's release day. Yeah. Technically. Mm -hmm. So, that last time for Thor Ragnarok, that got us another million fans. Mm -hmm. um, but I just wanted to point out that... Um, I sort of forgot my point. I was sidetracked. Uh, season 3 of Love is coming out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Very excited for that. Uh, I do two weeks ago, or they just dropped the trailer on Valentine's Day. And I've been sort of... Season 2 ended on a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. And you watch season 1. Yeah. Okay. This is my favorite Netflix original programming by far. Like, complete body of work. Yeah. No, I think that's interesting because it's not mine. Okay. What's yours? I think Glow's better. Mm, disagree. I also I did like End of the Fucking World a lot. Oh, okay. Can I we talk about that? that? I really um, did not like End of the Fucking World. What, what did you not like about it? Everything that you have wrong, that you say is wrong with Marvel movies, I feel like was wrong with this. What? It's so interesting. What criticisms? I, do I was you think watching that with a Jordan. All right. So the first episode, for those of you who haven't seen End of the Fucking World, mm. is spoilers. Um, he's like. I'm a moody teen, but I don't feel anything. So I stuck my hand in a deep fryer. Even sociopaths feel pain. Yeah. Why the fuck would you stick your hand in a deep fryer? I, I mean, feeling pain is feeling something. And also, I, I don't know. I, I think he was... I'd, I'd say almost from the very beginning, he was transparently not an actual psychopath. Yeah. Why did he market himself as such? Because he was... Uh, upset over the watching his mom commit suicide in front of him. It was 18 a, years ago. Still. The villain in Black Panther also went through a traumatic childhood. He sure did. Travesty. We'll get to it. Travesty. Stop going ahead. <laughs> um, but what are your other problems? I didn't really care about the characters. I thought it was an interesting concept. Also, they just tried to make the boy Dexter at the very beginning. He's like, I killed animals at they first. They just made him a psychopath. Those yeah. Are, that's a notable thing that psychopaths typically do. I know, but they do. just made him like, I don't feel anything. And then Dexter also, in his show run, started feeling I things. I will absolutely say this was better than Dexter. I strongly disagree. This yeah. is... Ugh. What did you find redeem? I was just bored, really, more than anything else. I finished it. I, I thought the girl's character was very just... Her, her, giving her that internal monologue, yeah, was so nice because you just get that contrast between her, her like trying to put up that tough facade, yeah. and then how insecure she actually is. And and I thought the the actress did a really good job of portraying that, like mm -hmm. like just in her face, like you'd see like flashes of like I'm not sure what's going on, I'm really scared, and then she says something the opposite, and they like they roll with it, and then he, I think he Why did find pretty well too. Well. I, I mean, know. the acting was fine. Yeah. I just, I didn't care about the characters. I really, what, because I was about to give up on the show and Seth finished it and he's like, you got to watch this. Yeah. It's amazing. You will love it. And I made it three episodes in and when she, when he stabs what's his face in the neck and the yeah. blood pools into a heart, yeah. I was like, high school kid would have been all over that shit. That would have been his favorite scene in any mm -hmm. television show. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to stick it out and watch the rest of the five episodes yeah. that follow. 
nothing ever came close to that cool of a scene for me. Hmm. I, I, I just found her acting really endearing. Like, I was like, I don't know. And then her, like, her douchebag father was totally going to backstab her because he's yeah. a terrible human. Why right. did she trust him? She didn't trust him. She did. She went to him. She. The whole point is them looking for her father. Because they have no uh, else to uh, go. Uh, I thought you meant her stepfather. No, no, no. Her stepfather was also garbage. Yeah. She doesn't have a lot of good male figures Which is in her why life. she was so interesting. Or part of why That's she was so not... interesting. And her mom's character I thought was really interesting too. That like passive, just kind of letting it happen. Not standing up for her daughter yeah. and throwing her daughter into the bus. Which even more undermines. Yeah, I don't. I feel like all of the elements for me to enjoy this were there. But I really did not. And I like the soundtrack a lot. Yeah, the soundtrack was really yeah. solid. There's a, a Graham Coxon song they played several times. He's a guitarist for Blur. Yeah. That uh, I thought was really good. And just like, yeah, in general, the soundtrack was really cool. It also had, um, I don't know, kind of the, like, I liked how little of a plan they had. Like, it was yeah. just kind of like kind of meandering. You really like do this. love, like, the childhood sort of adventure. Yeah. The youthful I mean, I think that's why Homecoming is probably your favorite uh, Marvel film. Yeah, that's true. It's I, the I'm most Pixar S. I'm a huge coming of age and fan. And you really person. like all of the Pixar movies. And that was kind of an insane coming of age story. Yeah. Especially for her. Um, it's, if it's, it was a coming of age story for him. But also, I, I think it's interesting because when you, when you start the show, yeah. I, you know, it's almost like he's the main character, but he's definitely not the main character. No. He's He's. Both of them are pretty much the main character. Yeah, but I think she's much more... Like, she has actual... I mean, they both have growth, but I think I, she's far more compelling than he is. I don't understand... Just my biggest problem was, why would you stick your hand in a deep fryer? Like, and I feel like... The, I, I the think, problems that you I have think, with Marvel films... I think his... his uh, he says, I did it to feel something. Okay. I think it's really just a child acting out for attention... Because he's really upset so, because his mom killed herself in front of him. So if the German scientists were children who turned the Winter Soldier, uh, who turned Bucky Barnes, yeah, into I, the I don't Soldier. think they were doing that because of some unresolved issues from childhood. They might have. That was just no, because that's a different, and also that's an organization of people. So if it was one person who turned the Winter Soldier. Or Bucky into the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and if he had an American mom who, like, abandoned him, and he's, like, he had some sort of weird attachments to Americans, and he saw this dying American, and he was like, you can be the American I've always wanted, and he's French. He is German, and he's French. <laughs> Didn't expect that one. Yeah, what a, what a twist. What a turn of events. That I can't do accents. Um, I'd love to see that movie. Honestly, sign me up. Um... I it's I don't know what it is about love. I think the the feeling, but also the show. I don't know what it is about either. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about let's love. Let's talk about love. We've talked about marriage. Yeah. We've talked about. Uh, what, what do you think it is? Mag our magic or wives? Magic or brain chemicals? <laughs> I think it's a little from column A, a little from column B. Uh, um, this has been love <laughs> with Cade and Jordan. <laughs> Uh, two bachelors in their mid twenties. Yes, yeah. talking about going love. on thirties. Going on thirties. <laughs> That's the next step. Uh, just side note: we are. This is a very important podcast where we talk all things Marvel. Glenn mm -hmm. Gary, Glenn Ross, uh, our spinoff film, Glenn Gary Bedrock. Mm -hmm. But we also like to talk about how we meet each other's respected ones, mm -hmm. the one, yeah. if you will. Um, all we know about Jordan 
Jordan's one. Yeah, can I add something to this? No. Because I had, I had a you thought. You may not. I thought about my one. <laughs> nope. And that I think she is one of a trilogy. I oh, I have three wives. <laughs> you say? Yeah. yeah. What kind of trilogy? Are we looking at a, a Hobbit trilogy or a Dark Knight trilogy? This is an interesting one. Okay. It is... Back to the Future. No. Okay. Indiana Jones. And then you have two secret wives afterwards. Because <laughs> Indy 4 and 5. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is it Pirates? Uh, Same conditions as Indy? No, because, yes. It's, I don't know. I'll have a, a trilogy for it in mind. Okay. But it, it's one of those. So your wives might not get better. It's one of those trilogies, no, where each one's worse. Oh, my. Yeah, because imagine. The, hangover. The first one's optimistic. The hangover. And then the hangover that one's trilogy. That, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop talking, you should. <laughs> the first one's optimistic and nice. Uh-huh. And then that goes south. Okay. Completely distraught. Okay. So the next one, I'm just like scrambling for normalcy. Normality. You know, yeah, just like trying to, you know, get my life back together. Yeah. But that is a much worse woman. I'm sure. just scrambling at this okay. point. And tanks even Hang farther at this, at this point. Who knows oh, what's going on in my what life. What a I'm garbage really film. tanking. Yeah. And this last one probably only lasts a year or something before it self-destructs oh even God. more violently. And, I mean, the ceremonies are obviously getting much smaller each yeah, marriage, I too. And I so, mean, the last one. And so even, even after the third one, at that point, I couldn't get... You know, I couldn't get my family to show up for another wedding if I wanted to. Like, even my mom would be like, eh, just send me pictures or something. <laughs> On the third wedding? Yeah, fourth. Oh, fourth. Well, that's why there isn't a fourth, is because I can't muster it up. I see. Yeah. So, are you saying they're making a hangover four? Yeah. And also, the craziest part mm-hmm. is all three of these marriages happened before I'm 30. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get on it. Yeah. And wow. I have eight kids in that time. You have? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's this unreal. Is a lot of, eight this is a kids, lot to swallow. Eight kids, nine months each. And that's and, like five years. And all we know. <laughs> five years. <laughs> you, uh, you, I think you're having affairs with each of your following why, your subsequent wives. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I got, I got. And there's probably some twins or triplets in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got some buns in the oven. <laughs> you got and a lot of buns in the oven. Yeah. Um, I'm cooking two over here, three over there. Oh, how do you do it? How do you manage to keep two women satisfied with your your job, uh-huh. <laughs> your editing job, and yeah. also ma- uh, maintain a very successful Marvel podcast? How do you do it? Yeah. Now, that's the thing, is that we have to wait to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to it. Check in next week. Um... For Jordan's love corner, yeah, uh, it might be totally different. Maybe in that one, I'll I'll have a you know someone I meet and it's just forever. Uh, well, we do know that maybe we're the first two people to never die. Oh, <laughs> oh my! Could you imagine? Uh, that sounds delightful. Yeah, I look forward. Or it'd be a hell. Maybe it's like an angry marriage. Like uh, imagine uh, Marie and Frank from Everybody yeah. Loves Rain forever. Yeah. Well, they love each other in their own do way. Do you know the Beach Boys song "Forever"? Yeah. Yeah, good song. Forever. You know who covers it? Um, John Stamos from Full House. That's you right. mentioned that. Yeah. No, I was going to guess John Stamos mm-hmm. after I guessed all of the other cast members yeah. of Full House. Speaking of Full House, you ever watch Fuller House? Is that one of your top Netflix shows? I hate it. It was. I didn't watch it, but I knew it was bad. Speaking of Netflix shows, okay. have you... Are we going to talk about love yet? No. I really love love. Okay, let's go back to love. All right. I really, really... Speaking of Netflix shows, since we got on the topic... All right. Uh... Just what is there to say? I want to promote the show because we have four million fans. Yeah. And this is the third season of Love, which comes out March 9th. Mark your calendars. Is this the the last one? This is the last one. Um, But I'm I'm hoping it's because they got like closure and they wrapped everything up. I'm sure that's what it'll do. And Netflix didn't want to like just keep milking 
or beating a dead horse or milking the same the cash cow, you know, yeah. like house of cards. Yeah. Am I right? You're milking the cash cow when you find out it's a bull. <laughs> that's 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 a house of cards case. And you're yanking on a penis. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize that that Robin Wright that is the, your lead. No, that the yanker is Kevin Spacey. Oh, and the, and the bull is the calf. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, he's PR dead. We can't talk yeah. about him. Well, I mean, we can make fun of him like that. No, okay. Can we? Okay. That's good to know. Um, we just can't condone his actions, which we are definitely not. There is there's a magic to love. I, I think, honestly, there is no other TV or movie character that I embody more than Gus Cruikshank. Hmm. I feel like I am Gus from love. Hmm. I Just his jokes, his demeanor. There are a couple things that he would do that I wouldn't do. But other than that, I think he's the most accurate television depiction of myself. So who am I in love? Um, <laughs> I think you're his uh, funny friend. That is true. I'm much funnier than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that plug. <laughs> Listen next week when Jordan does this podcast alone. <laughs> um, he has this really great line. Season, honest, and season two is so much better than season one. Um, so I think you should get back into it. You yeah. should do a podcast on love. I, and then I, we talk about our future wives on it. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Maybe um, we could have them on. Yeah. <laughs> on the love podcast. Yeah, we'll have the cast. Oh, the cast of love. Yeah. The cast of love on the love podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? I can't. I can't <laughs> fathom. Season two is way better. Um, Gus's friend, I think he's in season one briefly. He's at the party where they're all making theme songs for the movies. Is he a tall, dumb guy? He's tall. He's not really dumb. Hmm. He's got, like, facial scruff. He's kind He's. He's like lovable dumb. Yeah. He's like a smart dude. Just down. like me. Yeah. So he, he has this really great line. With my that, love of math and riddles. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he has this really great line. Um, someone asked him, oh, so what do you do? He's like, well, I am a, uh, a chef at a, a fancy steakhouse. I am also do some video projects on the side. And I just bought a drone. So, and he shrugs. <laughs> and I thought that is a very Jordan line. Yeah. I do not have a drone. uh, Yeah. True. Yet. True. Bookmark. Um, Bookmark the drone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Something about that show, I don't know. I feel like it's just their relationship is so... Neato. It just fits. It yeah. like it's that's what I feel like being it's the most accurate depiction of a twenty first century relationship. Mm. Where both of you like the guy is kind of a nerd. I mean maybe it's just because have I seen, resemble have you Gus seen Crookshank so much. The B in apartment twenty three. <laughs> Do you think that's I haven't seen it. No, I haven't either. Alright, so I watched Black the pilot. Panther. I watched the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> um Season three of Love, watch it. Basically, so much so that they make a movie. Maybe. Yeah, we'll uh, see. I mean, if the ratings go through, it was Netflix's 17th most binged show. What if, for the love movie, mm-hmm. they freeze themselves in carbonite, get sent into the future? Okay, I'm listening. That's it. Oh. And then it's normal. <laughs> okay. It's actually just the same. It, but it's in the future. It's in the future, but it turns out that everyone was like, actually... 2018 was the time to be, and so they just modeled their futuristic society after 2018, and you can't tell the difference. So, I'm re-watching season two, naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, as soon as I found... What's, what's the difference trailer, between watching it naturally and artificially? Um, you are on a roll with the humor tonight. I don't know, you can't I'm be just, serious. I'm just in a goofy mood. <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh, you took, it's like you ate a whole bunch of Skittles. It's late. It's 10.30. It's 
In college, and we went I, to a movie. I go to bed at four normally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Um, well, I hope you're in a good mood to talk about Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, just want to plug love. Please watch it. Uh, it's going to be great. You should also watch it, Jordan, mm-hmm. and our four million fans should watch it. I think it is the best show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Body of work, anyway. There might be seasons of television that are better than seasons of love, but I think so far, hoping. Fingers crossed that season three ends on the, the the current trajectory. Yeah, I bet if season three gets good reviews, I'll go back and watch season two. Okay. I feel like, because the whole story takes place over the course of a month so far. Really? It's been three weeks season since episode one and season two ended. That's interesting. It's been three weeks of their relationship. I did not know that. Yeah. It's very, very, uh, whatever that word is. Closed. Yeah, I feel like they're very intimate for only of knowing each other. That's the thing. That's what I think. Everyone just you know you sort of meet the one immediately, and Mm. you just sort of fall in love in this day and age. Mm. And then you know both of or the girl is you know like a trash human sometimes, and the guy's just a big geek or Um, a trash human or a trash human. Guys can also be trash humans. Not in this instance. And girls can be geeks. Yeah. In a perfect world. What a world. (laughs) All right. So Black Panther. Watch Love on Netflix. Wait, you didn't say what your uh, favorite Netflix show was. Mm, I want to go with Glow for now. That's your favorite body of work? I really like Glow, Mm. yeah. I wonder if I... Yeah, I guess I did finish Glow. I forgot everything. Except I remember... I thought it was a really fun cast of characters. (sighs) Yeah. And they're all, it's all kind of like a bottle episode. They're all just like together mm. all the time. And you get to see all these weird personalities bounce off we of each like other. We like very different things. <laughs> anyway, Black Panther. We uh, really got to get into sure, this. Sure, sure, sure. We can talk about Black Panther. But what I was leading into with Love was Black Panther. I was all Marvel happy, you know, gung-ho about it, in fact. And then Love came out or season three, the trailer, and I'm like, oh, fuck, Love is on, this is my new obsession, and then we saw Black Panther today, so I'm back on Marvel. Yes. Until Love comes out. Black Panther. Black Panther. I'm going to give it my review right yeah. now. Four and a half Avengers. Interesting. I think, do I, do I still have these review sheets that we did the other, with the graphs? Yeah, they're right here. Uh, flashback to a couple episodes ago, I have me and Jordan's graphs from the previous films. This mine. Uh, maybe. <laughs> it's one of ours. Um, this no, one's yours. But really? Yeah, this one's, that one oh, yeah, this one's low. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what did I give Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange was... Oh, a four. No, is it? No, mine looks like it says four, too. Doctor, no, Doctor Strange was a five. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I thought I gave Doctor Strange a four and a half. Whatever yours says. Hmm. No, you gave it a four, I remember. Interesting. Yeah, that's what the graph says. Um, so I gave Doctor Strange a five. Uh, I gave Iron Man one a five. This is... I'm going to give a five. Um, yeah. Overall, what did I give Guardians? I'm looking at all this all this old list. I don't want to reread all of the scores. All of our fans know them. I'd be boring them at this point. Um, so Thor Ragnarok's five and a half. Guardians 2 is also a five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd put this on this on par with uh, the rest of those. Um, I definitely liked Thor better. Thor Ragnarok, that is. Yeah. Um, this had it was very colorful. The setting it was a lot like. <laughs> <we're>, 
<laughs> Jordan just threw, it was insane. He threw his paper against the wall and it folded into a paper airplane and landed perfectly. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Instead of, <laughs> it didn't. Yeah, it's kind it of the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it flew all the way back to me is yeah. what happened. <laughs> um, visually, I'm so curious to hear your thoughts because you really love Thor for Asgard. Yeah. And I think Wakanda is definitely an Asgard setting. And they were in it for a I'll, lot. I'll go ahead and say it was Asgard Plus. Okay. Better than Asgard. I think it was better than Asgard. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say my Avengers at the table. Yep. We have Doctor Strange, because I like this movie as much. Yep. We have Iron Man, because I like Iron Man 1 as much. Yep. We have Lord T'Challa, or King T'Challa himself. Yep. Uh, I feel like you should have the shield guy, since it's made of... Uh, vibranium. Yeah. Captain America is the shield guy. Yep. Hilarious. Thanks. <laughs> you have not learned anything. Um, <laughs> do we need to play another game of Trivial Pursuit? Please, no. <laughs> um... We tied, remember. Uh, no, I've, I've been going we off the first game. We tied. Uh, the, is the second one even up, or the third one even uploaded? Yeah, it was oh, last week. Shit. Yeah, everyone knows. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can we retroactively undo the scores? No. Shit. Those are permanent. Those are uh, those are literally etched in stone. Uh, I have a plaque coming here. <laughs> oh, well, it's, house. it's not a plaque as much of a gravestone. It's just a piece of paper with pencil <laughs> written on it. Yeah. Um... But it's like a piece of paper made of rock. Um, I'm also going to put Big Ant-Man. Oh. Because we saw the Ant-Man trailer. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer. Um, we'll go in order. We'll do th- we'll do this like we did the regular Marvel films. Yep. Um, chronological order. So the opening scene, they do this cool, like... Flashback to 1992. Well, not even before that. Before that, he's at Lord T'Challa. King T'Challa is talking to his father as a mm-hmm. child. And he's asking, Father, how did Wakanda and they, form? And in in the movie, you see this several times, they have like this pit of almost like sand of yep. vibranium mm-hmm. that can come up and form shapes. Yes. So the opening is done in this style where it's like a... It's almost like a bunch of black sand coming together to make these different forms. And it's pretty striking, I yeah, thought, it visually. Was, I thought it, it was It cool. was kind of like... It reminded me something about Coco. I don't remember what it was, hmm. but I remember having a similar... Uh, like just I the, actually, some animation in Coco. I, I thought like about that. Coco too at parts of this, but it's later, and I'll, I'll okay. Bring we'll get it into that. Yeah. We can't jump ahead. We got to yeah. go in chronological order. The first when I first saw this flashback sequence, I was sort of like, "Why did they put this in the movie?" And yeah. then obviously, Kevin Feige has a plan for everything. Of course, there's reason for him to put it at the beginning. Of the movie. <laughs> I, I see. I didn't even occur to me. It's like, why is this here? I just enjoyed it enough that I was like. Or, oh, I was talking about the flashback to the 1992. Oh, uh, right, yeah. No, uh, that I mean, that was fine. Yeah. I liked the story. That was just world the expl- Yeah, that was fine. Um, I had no problem with that. The 1992 sequence, which is uh, California, I think it is? Oakland. Oakland, yeah. California. Um, home of Green Day, one of my favorite bands. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, they weren't in this movie, though. They there was a not, little no. time spent in Oakland, you, so I'm a bit ups- upset. Yeah, it's that. crazy that the part of Oakland they went to didn't have Green <laughs> Green Day Planet yeah. live. <laughs> American Idiot in, in, yeah. in its entirety. Um, I don't know. Maybe for the sequel, yeah. which will definitely get made. Um, so, basically, T'Chaka, T'Challa's mm-hmm. father, is the Black Panther in 1992. And he goes to... Um, Oakland, Oakland. <laughs> but this apartment specifically, yeah. I'm trying to remember who was there. It was his brother was there. Mm-hmm. It was a spy for Wakanda. And then also for young Forrest Whitaker yeah. was also there. But we don't know this at the time. We do not know this at the time. Um, and basically that scene happens and his brother reveals that he's a spy or something. 
Uh, yeah. Well, because they're they're both spies sent out into the world. That scene does and, not get fleshed out until later in the yeah. movie. Well, and, and basically the premise is that while they were out doing their spy stuff, mm-hmm. the uh, brother of the king yes. uh, becomes disenchanted with the world he's been sent off to. And he's like, why don't we help? Why are we yeah. isolationists? Yes. Which is the biggest theme in this movie is yes. help others. Yeah. Versus protecting, I don't know, being kind of isolationist. Yeah. Sure. Which is kind of an interesting theme. Yeah. It, it, it's topical. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, slightly political, but not to the point where it's shoving it down your throat. Yeah, it's political in that kind of, like, everyone This is common agree. sense kind of way. <laughs> yeah, except for it doesn't seem to be as common. Ugh. Frustrating. Anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but those people are not watching Black Panther. Yeah. That's the problem. Unfortunately. They're with, not watching these movies. They're watching fucking old westerns. And not well, well, the good ones, like Logan. Are, but the, the thing so. is, with I, I think about this with any political movie. I, yeah. I was like, oh, that's great. That's a really well good yeah. way to say that. But your target, the people that need to have their minds are changed not, are never going to show up. Well, I don't think the people, those people are going to show up to any movie that has an agenda. Yeah. Well, it's like, like call me by your name or something like that. It's like the people that need to learn about like accepting homosexual relationships aren't going to go see call me by your name. You should watch that because I really want to dive into that more. Um, I've, I've rethought about sort of just why I, what I thought about it. Yeah. I mean, the people even had trouble with Brokeback Mountain. That was about cowboys. Yeah. You can't draw in middle America with cowboys. That's true. (laughs) You'd think if you, we'd had their number by now, we'd we'd have it with not only any cowboys, Jake Gyllenhaal and the two hottest cowboys around. (laughs) Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Thank you. The Joker. Um, great movie, by the way. I don't, I guess I have seen all of it. No, we've talked about this. I don't think yeah. I've seen all of it. I've watched a lot of it, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, it is, it's very good. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Black Panther, the intro scene happens, and then he flies away in a spaceship, and mm-hmm. this little um, boy playing basketball in the, the streets of Oakland um, look up, and they see this Wakanda spaceship flying away, and he's yeah. just like, oh my god, mesmerized. Yeah. That boy plays a bigger role later in the film, but we won't jump yeah. ahead. Um. Uh, and then they play the Marvel theme, mm-hmm. where it just shows the the movie, uh, like Iron Man and yeah. Hulk, the the title sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan. That gets me hyped for any film. I definitely think it's better as it ages, yeah. because it like you get it, to see it the starts to de- deserve. Yeah, it's it's been ten years. They just yeah. had a ten year celebration. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of that while I was watching it. I was like, mm-hmm. this is starting to look okay. Yeah, Once, as a body of work. Yeah. <sighs> All you had to do was sit through like one one mediocre, one movie. bad phase. <laughs> <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, the reviews which we did not talk about, everyone was praising Michael B. Jordan's role as mm-hmm. the best Marvel villain. Um, and we will. I mean, curious. We'll get Actually, into it. Well, I'm just gonna say, touch on okay. it real quick. Touch on it real quick. Uh, Marvel loves doing mirror matchups. They like having people fight someone yeah. with very similar powers. Yep. That trend continues. Yes. If I have one criticism of this movie, yeah. it's probably that. The same. And I, I actually have more criticisms probably, but... <laughs> but, well, I will see. We'll see. We'll see. the podcast. But, yeah, um, that was one of them. That, hmm. Yeah, I do. Because they do that I, all yeah, the time. Yeah, they do. The Ant-Man Stop is this it. shrinking. Yeah. Which is... Yeah, there's so many great villains. Wow, look, they're fighting someone so different. This is crazy. That'd be great. I'd what love is the that. Fir- what was the first... Marvel film that didn't have a mirror matchup. Thor, kind of? 
Uh, yeah, because he's going against... Loki. Yeah. Well, that's a foil. That's, no, wait, it wasn't Loki, though. It was the ice guy, the the radiator monster. Yeah, but that wasn't like... That really, was, no, that he was a pawn. Yeah, exactly. So it was like the Ice Kings. It was, all in all, it was against Loki. He was the main yeah. villain. He yeah. was just manipulating all the So that was, that was at least... Okay, a, kind of a mirror matchup. Red Skull is not like Captain America. He's a nationalist, uh, but he's just on the opposite side. He definitely has different powers. Yeah, I guess. So that's... Well, does he have any powers? He has a red face. Yeah, he's strong. He's a super soldier, oh, basically. <laughs> that's basically a mirror matchup. Yeah. And he's just nationalist in the opposite direction. Um, okay. No, I know. Captain America's just patriotic. We'll keep going. Because cro- <laughs> well, he's a good guy. What was Iron Man 2? He fights the guy with the electric whips. He's kind of just a mechano suit. But it's not as much of a mirror matchup as Iron Man 1. Yeah. But it is, it is kind of in the wheelhouse. Similar. Hmm, yeah. Uh, okay, Avengers, totally different. But yeah. they're, they're fighting an army. They're not really fighting. Yeah. I mean, they're all fighting Loki and mm-hmm. aliens. So that doesn't really count. Uh, and then we get Iron Man 3. Uh, that's pretty different. This guy lights on fire and explodes. Yeah. He's definitely not a mirror matchup. And he's also, you're thinking that he's going to fight the Mandarin, yeah. who is nothing like Tony Stark. Yeah, well, it's it's like, I guess the sequels, they start to branch out, but yeah. for the origin story, yeah, all it's almost them. all... What's, well, Sp- um, Spider-Man. <clears throat> yeah. He was fighting a vulture. Yeah, who was no very one. much like, uh, what's yeah. his, like another hero we've already seen, Falcon. Yes. But they weren't. But he wasn't they, fighting yeah, Falcon, wasn't so fighting I guess Falcon. that counts. That that's I can't believe. Like Spider Man has the most rich set of villains. In, All of those uh, for the MCU. Well, no, no. I mean the comics, but yeah, the MCU as well. Yeah, I, I'd say that uh, Batman. If we're just going hero by hero, I think Batman has a better set mm. of villains than Spider Man. I think Spider Man has more interesting villains. I will say Batman has. The villains that are interesting are more interesting than the Spider-Man well, villains. Well, yeah, because they got the goat. I think Batman the greatest has... all-time villain. Sure. <laughs> I think Batman has quality over quantity of good villains, mm-hmm. but Spider-Man has quantity over quality of good villains. Because mm. there are several villains in Spider-Man that I would love to see fight him in a film. Batman. Dr. Octopus. Yeah, we've pull seen in, Pull in a sun into the, the water. Pull the sun into the water, saving us all. Woo, Spidey baby. do. You don't control me. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have that sound bit as my ringtone. <laughs> um, we're digressing from Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, so what's the first scene in this movie? Uh, Lord T'Challa. King T'Challa. Why do I keep calling him Lord? I don't know. Lords of Dogtown, I guess. Good <laughs> Must be. quality film. Um He's on that spy mission in, is it Africa? Uh, They're in the woods, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't freeze, or she says, don't freeze. Yeah, it does the token Marvel, um, yeah. we don't gotta do put this. a fight scene in the yeah. middle, or early, the, so we can show the, what he's capable yes. of. and they do. Yep. And they nail it. Yeah. He is capable of a lot. Yeah. He cuts a car door in half and throws it at a guy. Mm-hmm. I was on board after yeah. that. Um, and, then, and then they're going back because of the events set forward in civil war they have to go make him king now yeah because the king is dead and honestly i just want to point out the story arc here only made civil war better in my head i have no like looking back on it you just think like black panther's doing his own thing captain america captain america and iron man are duking it out and that's what this movie is about during civil war 
the the Black Panther plot is yeah. definitely a okay, but yeah, let's get yeah, back to the exactly. Other thing. And so this is like and this totally ties into those themes. You could have mm-hmm. put this movie right before it almost if his father did not die and inspire the events of this film. Yeah, <laughs> but he's like the whole time he's like fighting for honor, and it's just you. That is a perfect. His he's only a side plot, and is the perfect summary. How do I just don't understand? I love that movie. I don't know how you embody you all of those. The Marvel Marvel uh, heroes always start off with mirror matchups because the thing they have to overcome is themselves. Is themselves. Thought about it. <gasps> yeah, no, yeah. probably that's literally what it is. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Um, so I ha- also had someone. Uh, say to me he's worried about and this is one of my he's going to come on the podcast eventually my friend mm-hmm. um, he's very interested to see he thought Civil War pulled it off perfectly all like the 12 leads mm-hmm. more or less not all of them are leads but main characters heroes he's concerned that Infinity War has too many and someone will get shisted screen time wise but I think the Russo brothers are too good for that to happen Hmm. If you look at how I mean, how cohesive of a movie Civil War is, I yeah. just it's so strong. Yeah, plot wise, we'll see. I mean, the the thing is, Marvel doesn't have to do they don't have to tell a story for every hero in Infinity War because they have standalone movies to do that. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to see that much Black Panther because he comes in with the gravitas of having Black Panther the That's movie. That's true. And the same with all the heroes, except mm-hmm. for the ones that only show up. Falcon. Falcon's yeah. not getting his own movie. Or, or, or Hulk, really. I mean, he got to be Ragnarok, got to be a, yeah. you know, a bit more fleshed out there. Yeah. But. Well, apparently, and he also has a three-part story arc in the next, starting with oh, Ragnarok. Wow. And I think, well, I think we touched on this in the Ragnarok podcast, I think that is him deciding whether or not he was going to be Bruce Banner or the Hulk, because he could control it or something. And mm-hmm. he was like the Hulk for ten years or something. Yeah, yeah, he was a long time. Yeah. Uh, something that has to do with that potentially. Um, so, what do you think? You, so you just shrugged away, away the first fight scene. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine. Yeah, EMP blasts. Yes, um, I, I think it's definitely the weakest fight scene in the film, but that's fair because it's, it's the, the first. beginning. It's yeah, fine. Um, I really enjoyed his sister as his sidekick. I thought she was stellar. She yeah. was very entertaining yes, throughout. She was probably the funniest character. Uh, I'd say either her or the king of the ousted of the five empires. Oh, yeah. He got a lot of big laughs. He did. He definitely did. I felt like his were a bit more mainstream laughs, like yeah. popcorn, like teaser face laughs. You know, it's weird. I don't know if I laughed out loud the entire movie. Yeah, I, I chuckled but a few times. I, I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed the jokes. Yeah. But for some reason, they just, like... I yeah. wasn't breaking. Sitting next to you, I thought you would just hated it. <laughs> really? No. What I, th- I thought you would think... That they were like taser face jokes. Yeah. Because that was your qualm with Guardians 2 when everyone else laughed at this stupid joke yeah. and made the joke worse. Yeah. This, I didn't feel that. Like, I liked all of the jokes. Okay. But in, a, in more of a way, it's like, oh, that's good. It's, uh-huh. fit, it's nice. fitting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a very good tone. Like a non funny kind of like, joke. Like if, 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 if Black Panther had the kind of humor mm-hmm. that I typically go for, yeah. it would be a much worse movie. Sure. Like, it wouldn't make sense to Tim have... Tim and Eric, Black Panther. Yeah, like, so, anti-humor and yeah. stuff. Like, that would just be dumb yeah. in that context. So I thought the humor worked very well. Okay, okay, good good note. Um, and and I, I did, yeah, I really liked her, just as a... She was great. Char- she, she, I, there's a lot of good female characters in this. Yeah, Because it was, it was... Basically, all the surrounding cast... His mother, there was the spear lady. Yeah, the general. The general. And then... 
his love interest. His love interest. I honestly, I was least attached to the love interest overall, and she was probably one of my least favorite MCU love interests. Hmm. Just as a person, I kind of thought she was boring. Don't get me wrong. Perfect film, obviously. Four point five. Um, I, I thought you changed it to a five. Oh, sorry, it was a five. Yeah, yeah, I gave it a big Ant Man. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, five. Um, uh, but her character, out of all, like the sister, the mother, and the general, I thought were all much stronger characters. Um, I felt like her character, like they had a backstory, like they used to date. Um, I don't know. I, I wasn't as into it. It was almost that they there were so many other interesting female yeah, characters. Exactly. It's like where where's her niche? Yeah, it's like she almost has to be more bland mm-hmm. so she can be the love interest. And she was, and she nailed it. Yeah, um, and, and she wasn't totally bland. Like she was no, she was self sufficient. She was the one that that got the little rosebud thing yeah. to save him. Oh yeah, like she she played a lot of crucial roles, but I guess she wasn't as personally engaging as some of the others. So what do you think characters? about like? Uh, so his sister basically runs the spy lair, the mm-hmm. James Bond, the Tony Stark, the yeah. Batcave kind of deal. Yeah. Um, what did you think of his lair? Pretty neat. Yeah. Really neat. Yeah. Um, just in general, the like every all the gadgets and stuff, and his well, suit. just the city design. Yeah. Like in Wakanda, at any point looks cool. Yeah. Oh, super yeah. cool. Um, and then there's the fight with one of the ousted kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he comes back in that. Yeah, because that sets up for that when that fight sequence. Later. Just the water, I thought was visually. Yeah, well, and all the people cool. standing on the. Yeah. this is actually the part that reminded me again of Coco. Okay, just because the um, tall just, buildings. With well, all, well, just all the color. Yeah, like very colorful. Yeah, I and I just it, it struck. And they're all chanting. It struck me again how it's like ugh, being just a generic white American person. Yeah. Very bland cultural ethnic background. Like, yeah. I, just, I don't know. Like or a blank baseball, piece of paper. Baseball and football. Hey, in, in Wakanda, yeah. baseball, like, they wish they were us. <laughs> they I wish they it. had baseball. But it was, it was like when I was watching Coco, I was like, oh, look at this rich, like, heritage yeah, of, like, sure. ancestry and, like, all these traditions that are passed Very down. Cool. And that my traditions are, like, Thanksgiving. I think you're just Christmas. I think people Lame. just want what they don't have, and I think that's why you oh. feel that way. I think visually this was awesome. It was very interesting to see something like this mm-hmm. in a fight sequence in a Marvel film. Yeah. Um, the dancing during the chanting was really cool. Yeah. All of these characters, like the guy with the lip disc, like mm-hmm. there were so many interesting people in this, yeah. like cast wise. And I thought they used color really well in terms of breaking up the different factions. Because mm-hmm. that made it a lot easier to know who everyone was. Yeah. Like, like it was just... And it also just looked gorgeous. Yeah. It, but it during all the fight scenes, it's very clear who's doing what and who's on whose side because they have that color palette established. Yep. Um, okay, I'm about to dive into the Korea adventure mm-hmm. uh, in the film. Or yeah. have we touched on everything up to that point? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, also mentioned in the... Uh, origin or the pre scene, the pre credit scene. Um, Ulysses Claw, who we've been calling Ulysses Clave this whole time on the mm. podcast, everyone's favorite from Avengers Two, yeah. the Age of Ultron. I thought his voice was really cool. Like, yeah. I, like I, it had like the gruffness, but then it would also get kind of manic. I just thought yeah. he played that really well. I thought he was a great character in Ultron. I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't remember being too impressed with him there. I, I mean, was much more impressed with role. him here. And I mean, you were—he was overshadowed by Ultron, obviously. Yeah, he had a big role. <laughs> um, so I, I liked, and he had this arm that was basically Wakanda technology. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and also we forgot uh, Michael B. Jordan robs an art museum. Yeah, what did you think of that heist? 
fine. I mean, it definitely sets the tone for his character. Yeah. He's like... I thought his character was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone was just like, he is the big Marvel, the guy, the villain. I think the most interesting thing about him was that he brought in some, like, a lot of interesting cultural ideas in a more direct way than a lot of Marvel stuff had done before. Like, just that, the whole, um, I don't know, like, just the disenfranchisement of, like, obviously... Ah, we 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 we're can't spoiling. touch on it. We're well, spoiling it. Yeah. All right. We'll do Korea first, and then we'll touch on on his past. He just brought in some historically loaded topics in a way that was pretty well handled for yeah. a Marvel movie. I mean, obviously, you can't go too in depth with something sure. like that in a Marvel movie, but yeah. he he brings him, and I think they do a, a fairly good job with it. Yeah, we'll get to that though. Yeah, you're jumping ahead. Um, if you're talking about what I think you're talking yeah. about, okay. Uh, so anyway. They go to Korea to hunt down Ulysses Claw instead mm-hmm. of Clave. Yeah. Kind of like Clave better. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Um, so, I guess none other than Everett Ross is there hanging out. You think he's related to General Ross? Because we first see him in Civil War as well. No idea. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? Um... But he is also hunting for Ulysses Claw, mm-hmm. uh, and Black Panther and his army of spies mm-hmm. are also there, planning to take him down. And Everett Ross, who saw met uh, T'Challa in Civil War, is like, uh, "You can't have him. He's my my bounty or whatever. He's got to go back to the states. Got to lock him up." And Black yeah. Panther's like, "He belongs to." me and Wakanda. Yeah, he kind of treats them dismissively a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. of course, like we'll let you interview him or whatever, but he's yeah. coming back with me. Yeah. We are America. Yeah. Come on, chill well, out. Then, but the whole time he kind of did that, and then all of Wakanda was just like, who's this bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they pulled it off. It was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then a fight sequence breaks out. Uh, Ulysses Claw has a... His, after his arm was ripped off by Ultron, he now has a Meccano arm that shoots Wakanda energy. It basically just dismantles all the things that it shoots, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a scene, uh, he shoots a car, and the car just falls apart, sort of. Yeah. Visually, that was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see Black Panther put on his suit, which is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he is, there's a chase scene through the cars, and his sister has this remote control car sort of deal. From the Batcave. Yep. Um, I thought that was really Which cool. Which uses that sand stuff that we mentioned earlier. Yes. Where like, it just like forms the chair and then you sit in it and like, yep. really fills neat. in the visuals around you. Um, and then they capture Ulysses Claw. Uh, they give him to Everett Ross for an interview. And he's like, I'm in charge. And then all of the Black Panther, uh, the Panther posse are just looking at him. They're like, you're not in charge. Yeah. <laughs> We're in charge. Wakanda is king. Yeah. Um, and then they interview him, or he gets interviewed, but then he gets broken out by Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Who, and also, uh, the the U.S. agent guy finds out about that Wakanda is not what it, he thinks it is. Mm-hmm. He learns that it's a bigger deal. True. And so then after that, he gets hurt trying to save the love interest's life. Mm-hmm. And so they can't let him die because he saved his girlfriend, so they have yes. to take him back to Wakanda with yeah. him. And meanwhile, uh, Claw goes with... Michael B. Jordan's character. And then he is murdered. Yeah, by Michael is, B. Jordan. Yeah, really, and, and who also kills his own love interest. Yeah. Very ruthlessly. Ballsy. Yeah, because 
It's a power move. Yeah. I mean, I guess she wasn't that interesting, but I definitely didn't expect him to kill her so quickly and callously. Immediately. He knew what he wanted, and it wasn't her. Yeah. But I thought that was cool how after he robbed the the art museum, he made out with her, and you're just like, oh, you know, that's a just bad guy making out with the girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, oh, he didn't care about her. That that opening scene really had nothing to do. Yeah. Well, it just shows that he's like, hey, you're here, whatever. When you're not here, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really thought Claw would have a bigger role in the the franchise. But but again, that's like showing how... Cool, yeah. Michael B. Jordan's character yeah. was. He's like, no, that's pretty one. cool. You're, I, everyone pretty who permanent. I'm dealing with is a tool to get to the end. My end goal of being king of Uganda, or Wakanda, Uganda, Uganda. <laughs> different country. Wakanda. Um, but Black Panther goes back to Wakanda. Michael B. Jordan shows up and is like, "I'm king now, bitch." Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is revealed that in the flashback sequence, uh, the opening scene before the credits, yeah. Um, Michael B. Jordan is the little boy who sees the spaceship in the sky, and mm-hmm. his father is one of the spies that is being interrogated by T'Chaka. Yeah, the uncle. The uncle. So, And uh, Black Panther's father kills him. Yeah. Kills his own brother because he is planning on war, I guess? Well, yeah, he kills him because he was going to give assistance yeah. to communities to, in America that were suffering. Yeah. Like, um, oppressed. But that would reveal Wakanda to the outside world, which the current Black Panther was very much not about. Mm -hmm. It's definitely Wakanda, and you keep saying Wukanda. Hmm. There's a character in League of Legends whose name is Wukong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll go with that. Um, So... He's murdered. Forrest Whitaker uh, is then like, oh, fuck, I have this secret that I have to tell you, T'Challa. And he tells Black Panther. And Black Panther's like, how can my father be a murderer? I don't know what to believe anymore. Right around the time Michael B. Jordan shows up and he's like, I'm king now, bitch. Uh, And then he challenges T'Challa to a one-on-one duel, similar to the one that happened earlier. Mm -hmm. The whole time, that first fight in the water with all the people on the mountain dancing... Um, I really thought someone was going over the waterfall. Yeah. I was like, that's a dangerous place to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe don't fight on a waterfall. Yeah. Um, Again, visually, it was really cool. You really think that he's going to beat out Michael B. Jordan? No, you don't. At first. Nah, because he has to. Because it's like we're an hour 15 into the movie. He's got to not win. (laughs) I I guess he has to have some falling action. (laughs) He's already failed because he didn't get claw. Yeah. And his father's a and murderer. that's that's what gets um, one of the tribe leaders or one of the whatever like the blue group whatever the they blue are people yeah because it's, it's that blue green whatever the blue man group yeah the blue man group <laughs> decides ah we're not so we're not so confident we thought you'd be different yeah and then we so you change your so ways. then when Michael B Jordan shows up with the dead claw they're yeah. they're kind of willing to back him and like okay in this. you you delivered yeah um, which is kind of like. That, that's reasonable, but at the same time, he only delivered because he stole them from the other guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like he I wouldn't have failed if Michael B. Jordan hadn't have meddled. True. He did deliver on a promise, though. Yeah. Just like our pres- president. What, what promise is this? Uh, that he'd make America great again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very controversial opinion all of a sudden in our Black Panther podcast. <laughs> uh, the man's an idiot. Yeah. Um, Black Panther, though. Stellar film. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's watched it? 
No. Do you think Trump has watched Black Panther? Not yet. Do you think he's watched any MCU film? Yes. Which one? Uh, Hulk? Yeah, I, I, that's kind of on his brain wavelength. <laughs> it's not a bad film. Don't put Hulk to Trump level. They're very similar. <laughs> no, they're not. Yes. I can't imagine. Yeah. Um. So Michael B. Jordan beats T'Challa mm-hmm. in a pretty, uh, he just sort of stabs, like slices him in certain points. Just the, They're fighting with a spear, so it's sharp, and he's mm-hmm. just sort of... And then he kills Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker is like, don't kill him, kill me. And uh, he was like, sure. He's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. I'll I'm, kill I'm a cold blooded killer. Yeah. I don't really give Why a not? <laughs> Stabs Forrest Whitaker, throws, or, uh, and then throws T'Challa over the waterfall, yeah. which I told him not to be fighting on. Yeah. That's so dangerous, T'Challa. Yep. What are you thinking? Yeah, so uh, now all our strong female characters plus uh, Mr. Agent, who's now healed, yeah. have to oh, we basically go into refugee. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Everett Ross gets shot. Yeah, well, I mentioned the that they have to take him back to Wakanda. I don't think you did. Pretty sure I did. Well, maybe you did. I Who knows? must not have been listening. I well, they listen. have to do that. Yeah. Think about it. You've seen the movie if you're listening yeah. to this. All four million. Maybe five million at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, he's uh, Michael B. Jordan takes over, and he's his agenda is he wants to give weapons to the oppressed, mm-hmm. which just basically sounds like now the oppressed are going to become the oppressors. Yes, like, that is definitely his yeah. goal, is he wants to reverse the order. Like, But the, that's still going to be like the bad, that's still not good. Yeah. He's definitely a bad guy, whereas I feel... I mean, you were giving him, like, they gave him a backstory, so you kind of felt sorry for him, like his father was murdered... Yeah. Well, it's um, kind of like a meek will inherit the earth type situation. Yeah, I guess. Which is a popular narrative, as it's in the so Bible. What did you What did you think of? <laughs> yeah. What did you think of his views? Uh, I mean, obviously they were untenable. Like sure. they were, like clearly bad, but yeah. also understandable from did, his did, perspective. So you found I him guess. kind of relatable overall. Yeah. as a character, like I could see how someone could come to the con- conclusions that he came to. Okay. Yeah. I could, I could. I think they'd be wrong to come to those conclusions. Yeah. But I could see how someone would come to those. With it, yeah. They with his backstory, you kind yeah. of, and that this uh, sequence. So every time you become king of Wakanda or whatever, you drink the liquid that gives you the Black Panther skills. Yeah. And you go to the land of the it's dead. Ba- temporarily. It's a super serum. Yeah. It is. It is like a basically. Yeah. But you go to the land of the dead, yeah. which you, the super serum does not do. No, for you don't you. get that. Little, well, they, he was in the box glowing. So we don't really know what was going on. <laughs> you think he was? Then they didn't show it the scene where he's in Wakanda, yeah, no, hanging the, out with the Black like Panthers. The, the the I don't know that old fight song you always hear in all like revolutionary movies, and then he meets George Washington, and then he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Captain America version. <laughs> uh, it could be done. <laughs> we can make that scene. Um, Chris Evans, come on the podcast. Talk about what you were seeing in that tank. Yeah, I'm just imagining like a soundtrack of like a snare drum and a fife. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you're marching to war. George Washington. Yeah. Um, My father. (laughs) Papa George. Um, Papa George. Papa George. I also thought the interchanging of their languages in this movie was really good. Yeah. It just went back and forth between, I don't know if Wakanda is an actual language. It's not a real country. It's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say with agree to disagree. 100% confidence. I'm not. Wouldn't it be nice if it was? I think that, it like, is. All of a sudden, there was like a country that's like, oh, by the way, we're here to save the world. We have great technology. Well, I think, yeah. 
they're just hoarding it. Yeah. I'd be pretty nice. sure. I would love a savior country to save us. Uh, I'm confident. Yeah. Anyway. Um, jumping back on my previous point, uh, what did you, th- I didn't really understand that scene where he's in the land of the dead. Um, but he doesn't go to like when T'Challa does it, he goes to this whimsical, like Africa field and there's panthers in the tree and his father's standing. It's very Lion King, hmm. like his afterworld or, and, uh, you know, yeah. afterlife. Yeah. And then, uh, Michael B. Jordan just goes back to the apartment where his father was murdered. Yeah. What was the deal with that? It's because it was his childhood. Did but I mean T'Challa didn't. He grew up in 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 a field. Well, I mean he, yeah. The okay. the outskirts of the city are okay. all fields yeah, and very so. pastoral. Um, wow, you're defending a Marvel film. Yeah, I never thought I'd see the day. This one was, uh, this was a not tight ship. Not that, ran, a, ran a pretty tight ship. <laughs> not that I have anything wrong with this film. Yeah. Like I said, perfect. Um, anyway. But what did he say? What did he say to his father? I didn't really understand that. When? Um, when he's in the afterlife. Which one? In the apartment. Michael B. Okay, Jordan. yeah. In the apartment. And his dad was like, y- your home is here or something. I sort of, I feel like I missed out on a pretty big conversation. Well, yeah, because it was interesting because it didn't change his mind or anything. The mm-hmm. moment I remember the most is that... He, the, the father's saying, like, why aren't you crying for me? And then it cuts back to a shot of Michael B. Jordan. He's crying. And I was like, that's mm. interesting. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I guess he only started crying after that. But Well, because he started out as a boy, and then he turned into Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I feel like this is a very film-heavy scene, and there's a lot of interpretation that could come from this. Yeah. I just don't remember that much changing. Like, because his character's beliefs don't aren't altered by his interaction with his father. That's why I'm Which curious. is the same thing that... Though with Black Panther, when he yeah. goes to his father, yeah. they don't change anything. No. Really. They just kind of have a conversation. Yeah. He's like, why'd you, why'd you kill your brother? Yeah. It's like, I had to. It's like, yeah. yep, you did. Yeah. Good, I guess good it was kind pops. of a similar thing, is they both go to their fathers to be reassured. It's like, these are the values you Showing have. Showing the parallels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, women of Wakanda, all of our favorite female leads, travel to the Frost part of Wakanda, yeah, the, mountain. the mountain where all of the the white yeah. team has retreated to. Yeah. There's a lot of... Um, the snow people. There's a lot of names of things in this yeah. movie that I definitely don't have... Like, I I, I'd have to be taking notes in yeah. the theater to know. They're very Wakandan. Yeah, if I was if I was to watch this movie again, I'd probably be better. Mm-hmm. But like like all the... like While we keep saying female leads, because yeah. I don't remember any of their no. names... I, I just say T'Challa, and I call him Lord accidentally a <laughs> yeah. lot. I can't even name the country. Uh, Wakanda. 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 <laughs> yeah. Woo! Wakanda. Um, but they go to the uh, the one of the other kings, and he's like, we found Black Panther. You throw- it's the king he challenged. Yeah, yeah or in the first fight. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't throw him off a waterfall, maybe. He's dying. <laughs> and then they, they stole... Michael B. Jordan burned all of the serums that make Black Panthers. Yeah, that's short-sighted. What? Like, even if... Oh, yeah. What if he just wants a double dose sometimes? I don't think it works that way. Yeah. I, think I, once I, you I get just one, feel like, don't work. get rid of it. Yeah, oh, well, then people can challenge you. Yeah. Which you don't want as king. Yeah, but what about for, like, your kid? You don't mm. want your reign to continue? Well, I would be immortal, probably. Mm. I wonder if that... Uh, they're probably... Well, they're not immortal, because we see him die. His dad died. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. By explosion. Yeah. Hmm. So, 
very vulnerable. Uh, yeah, maybe more so vulnerable, <laughs> if not. Um, yeah, so let's let's keep trucking because we're getting close to the hour thirty mark, and that's about probably about when we should wrap it up. Um, so there's a huge fight after. Oh, sorry, they bring T'Challa back to life. Mm-hmm. He has the last potion, this last super soldier scene. Yeah. Um, and a lot of cops outside going down the street. Yeah. Um, he has the last super soldier serum, so I guess he has to be the last Black Panther. Yeah. There can't be any... Unless they figure out how to regrow the stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Yeah. That's for the sequel to decide. Yep. Um, and then he gets into um, a huge fight, uh, challenges Michael B. Jordan for the throne... Um, and this is sort of just like a big end of the, it kind of reminded me of Lord of the Rings just because there's so many different armies attacking each other. Yeah. There's so many different technologies. So you, you got the blue men versus <laughs> the, blue the red men women versus and, the red women Yeah, versus the shield guys. Well, or is that the blue men? The shield guys are the blue men. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and then the blue men. and then the white, uh, the white men show up. Yes. So, or not the literal white men. Yeah. The, the snow tribe. I would say that their colors are more like grayish. They're just like earth tones. They're not they, brown. Well, they have a lot of leather in their armor. I guess. No, they kind of, they, they're dressed, they're dressed more like, um, uh, like tribal. They reminded of. me more like, like, yes. like they're, they're like when you have like the, um, I don't know, like any sort of like outsider woodsy type people like it's like a um like vikings or something sure i guess i just the snow really threw yeah. me um so they have a fight uh and then black pan the army is fighting upstairs or sorry on the on the surface yeah. of the world and then the black panthers are fighting downstairs black panther versus yeah they get Jordan. knocked down into yeah, the, and this, the subway station which is the well it's where they mine whatever vibranium, vibranium. yeah there's a lot of vibranium. Remember when we thought the only amount was in Captain America's shield? Yeah. Wow. There's so much more. There's so much more. Yeah. Infinite so. Infinitely so. Yep. And so then they all duke it out. And meanwhile, uh, the American dude is in a virtual ship. Well, he's in a he's virtually piloting a real ship, mm-hmm. making sure that the load of vibranium weapons that are going out to the outpost of uh, Uganda, Wakanda spies. Wakanda. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, they all get shot down by mm-hmm. Everett Ross, mm-hmm. uh, and Black Panther kills Michael B. Jordan by, um, they're fighting on the train yard or whatever. Mm-hmm. The mirror matchup. Yeah. The two Black Panthers, and they get a spear, and they're fighting over the spear, but the train runs on a magnet, so every time the train goes by, the magnets turn on in their suits, sort well, of. Well, it's not the magnet that does it. It's the sound wave thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. It, I think it's like supposed to be like a, a vibration that cancels out the vibranium. Okay. Sure. Um, and then uh, he gets uh, an in and stabs Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. while his suit is sort of It takes glitchy. him to watch the sunset. Yes, because his father promised. And then he, he kills himself, basically. Yeah. Because they were like, we can save you. And he's yeah. like, nah. Yeah. Bury me at sea. Yeah. That was an interesting final line of dialogue. Yeah. The, um, I'm going to drown or jump out in the uh, sea because I don't want to be a slave or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was the... It ra- I don't want to be in bondage. Yes. Yeah. Um, Which I guess he'd have to be. You can't not make him No, a you have to put that man in jail. He <laughs> tried to uprise the entire yeah. kingdom. And he killed, like, the high priest. Yeah. 
<laughs> a lot of strikes against this yeah. guy. Um, so he dies. I Did you expect him to come back, or do you think this was his... Well, I was basically thinking what we were just saying. Like, you can't not have... A, like, I don't think he's a bad enough guy. Mm-hmm. I think he was misguided, and yeah. he did a lot of bad things because he was misguided. Sure. But, I mean, he's kind of a psycho. Yeah. He needed to die, I guess. <laughs> it was good he died. Yeah. Uh, I, but the character as well, it just Michael B. Jordan was really stellar. I could have seen him in more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it won't happen. No. That's rough for him. First, he has Fantastic Four. Uh, he gets... I'm sure he has a nice career ahead of him. <laughs> Yeah, probably Creed 2 or something. Um, and then Harmony is restored to Wakanda uh, happily ever after. They go back to Oakland and they open up their very first shelter. Yeah. Um, and then in the post-credits we see that they're right. they're announcing to the world that they are like, A big deal. here's who we are. Yeah. And, and the world's like, yeah, what do you got? Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> bitch, please. Yeah. Um, okay. Biggest problem with the film. Mm-hmm. Infinity War is three months away. Mm-hmm. I got nothing from these post credits. You just know Bucky's around. I already knew Bucky was there. Of course he's there. He's there in the trailer. Yeah. Well, ah. And also, where the fuck is the Soul Stone? This is the last stone we needed to get into the to the Infinity War arc. Maybe they thought it'd be too on the nose to put the Soul Stone. But they've had. But they didn't. What the Time Stone? So Doctor I've Strange. Got a soul Stone, but I'm not a Soul Stoneger. <laughs> uh, what a song! What a hit! Thank you, Killers. Um, so you, the last stone that was mentioned was the Time Stone. Like, I can't... MCU Reddit is freaking out right now about where the fuck these stones are. Because hmm. the whole the whole point of this, watching these movies back-to-back, is the story arc of the Infinity Stones. Yeah. And last one we saw, Doctor Strange, 2016. We had three films. There was not a stone in any of them. Yeah. What are you... You're sleeping on it, Kevin Feige. What are you doing? It's the opposite of no stone unturned. Yeah. Stone is very much unturned. It is. <laughs> in a big way. I guess it's coming in Infinity War. <sighs> But I, I guess I know he's he's all knowing. He has a vision. I, I'm willing to let I, him. It's my my review. Oh, wait, uh, post credits. That was the only two. Okay. Did you not? Did you, what was your stance on the post credits? I thought it was good. Those were boring ass post credits. Well, I like the 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 one where they're like coming out to the world. They could, but I think that should have been the end of the movie. Mm, yeah, maybe. And then he's just like, what do we have? Yeah. Although the end of this movie was like, what's your name? Who are you? And it's basically, I am Iron Man, which yeah. is what I said to you after the, yeah. the film. Um, he just... Yeah, this definitely did... I would say my biggest criticism of this film... Which you've had none so far. This yeah. is unprecedented. I really I really enjoyed the film, oh, wow. mostly. But the... Is that it still follows the Marvel beats for a opening That's for an origin story? Origin story, yeah. Okay. Like it's it's still like it has that moment at the end. You, it's the mirror matchup fight. Yeah, I mean, and then like some of the beats you can just toss up to storytelling. Like obviously, sure. there's going to be conflict before yeah. he resolves it. <laughs> so that's not a and but they also do the thing where they go on like an adventure in a place that isn't the setting of the movie. Yeah, like they go to Korea yep. and they come back yep. and then like that's another thing Marvel likes to do is like sure we have okay here's the main conflict now we have to go do this other thing in another place mm-hmm. and then we got to come back and actually solve the problem and they do yeah. Um, so I, I'd say there was some formulaic just, parts, but I would also say that I think, like Doctor Strange, yeah. this is 
I would say this was probably even better than Doctor Strange. Wow. It was it was just another I guess when you make a bunch of movies like this, you get better at it. So <laughs> their their practices work. I think this was the best origin film. Well, not well, Home, Homecoming. Yeah, origin. Homecoming's might be better. But how many Avengers is, do you give it? This is more Marvel-y than Homecoming was. Definitely. Um, I'd probably give it like five. Five Avengers. Yeah. So we agree. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking maybe four point seven five, but I think it's five. Five. Yeah. So you liked it more than Civil War? Yes. Hmm. I I just the. I don't know. It was I was Even definitely more engaged War. the whole way through for this. Hmm. Like I, mean, I was just interested. Like I was there's no point where like I maybe thought like at some point like how far are we through the movie? But I was never just like, "Oh, what time is it?" Yeah. Well, I I'm, I'm never like that during a Marvel film. Yeah. That's not even a thought that enters. Yeah. But my it just realm. it kept me engaged. It had some interesting ideas and the setting was definitely really cool yeah it was beautiful um and, and the fighting was like i i'm not one for for action scenes but i yeah. thought the action was very well done yeah in this movie it, it was almost like more of a choreography mm-hmm. than standard action and just the visuals of all the weapons were really mm-hmm. just fun to look at yeah i'm curious to see what he does in infinity war we won't know because the post credits didn't tell us shit yeah. So now, instead of getting something to munch on, like remember after Thor Ragnarok when we saw Thanos' ship, mm. and you're like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. That's gonna tide me over to Black Panther. Yeah, it's no, weird they nothing. didn't include something like that. All we see is Bucky is alive, which we knew, mm-hmm. and it's almost seems like he had kind of. I bet that's going to be a scene in uh, Infinity War, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think that that's a little. The post credits were underwhelming. Very much so. Like this late in the game, I can't. I think this is probably the weakest post credits. I wonder if there's an explanation for this. Like if they had something planned and then they realized they couldn't. Well, do funny it you should mention it. Like I read that. today Kevin Feige. Um, I, they are so trying to keep this movie on. Did you watch the thirty second Super Bowl ad? Uh, probably during the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was on. Yeah. Um, I don't know how. Like, I, I might just, have talked over it. Or yeah, it was just that. very brief. It's barely any dialogue. It's pretty much nothing that you we haven't already seen. Mm-hmm. But this movie is just so under wraps, and they're trying to hide everything. And yeah. I feel like they can't give any more of it away without spoiling. Yeah. And when's the release? May third. May. Mark your calendar. Um, they Kevin Feige mentioned that the original script of Infinity War had fake scenes in it in case it leaked. Hmm. Or in case anyone stole it or something. Hmm. So they only went through... like, And that's not... you don't When you're filming, you don't go through the script beat for beat. Yeah. You, you switch around scene yeah, by scene. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so there were, it was just chock full of fake scenes yeah. to throw off people who were trying to take it. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And it just adds to the sort of like, what are they It's hiding? funny that people have to go through that. Yeah. It's like, can't people just, just chill? People, It'll be out. With the internet, people yeah. can't chill. I know. The internet turned off chill. Yeah. The Forever. internet's really bad for chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that about wraps up our pod. Fingers yeah. crossed that they get, this ah, gets us another million I, I, fans. I think everyone can hear me get more progressively tired over the last 20 minutes. I've, oh, I've gotten noticed. so much mute. Oh, I haven't noticed. Anyway. You definitely were a much more enthusiastic earlier today making yeah. all those jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um... Very good film, five. I'll, I'll put five people five. there. I got to put Please, people. Please, put them at the table. Um, the Wasp. Definitely the Wasp. The Small Wasp or Big Wasp? Normal size. Okay, one. <laughs> you really add a whole lock and load. <laughs> okay. 
Scarlet Witch. Okay. The Flash. No. Well, the Quickster. Quicksilver. Yeah. Okay. He's dead, but I guess. Yeah. The Quickster. Pour one out for my homie, though. Yeah. Um, Who's your favorite? The Avenger. In your (laughs) favorite Avengers film. (laughs) Absolutely. And then I could not, obviously, close this without including... The man of the hour, Hawkeye. Oh, of course. How could we do this without Hawkeye? Jeremy Renner pulling in six mil for Avengers 2. Good for him. Uh, All right. Well, I've been Jordan Peoples, and Marvel has sucked. It hasn't. You're just like, you know, this movie's really good. I really enjoyed this movie. It's the name of the podcast. It's me, Jordan. But you have said Marvel didn't suck today. Oh. Well, I shouldn't have set that precedent. (laughs) You did. And I have to say it for all subsequent films because it will never be bad. Yeah, I'm so tentative on the future of Marvel. Like, How I think, so? I think that's what you thought about dark, this movie. I think they're going to have another dark like slump. No, I think right Impossible. now they're they're riding high. I think they'll ride high through Infinity War. I have optimistic feelings about that. What about Avengers Four? Yeah, like through both of them. Okay, so as soon as but the I, next... I think the next phase, I think it's going to take a dip. Like, so. while, while you're letting, like, because you're going to have Spider-Man, he'll still be there. Yeah. But while you're building up the rest of the crew, I, I get it slumps. See, I think that's when you get your P.T. Anderson movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's they'll, they'll never be P.T. Anderson <laughs> Well, movies. I mean, we'll build to it. You, there will never. I'm, no, I think there will be a movie, maybe not P.T. Anderson. I'm not saying direct, I'm saying there'll never be a P.T. Anderson style movie. Oh, I think there will definitely there be. There is not the patience. I think one day we will get to an MCU film that you like more than me. Alright, sign off. Because of artistic value. I'm Cade Weiberg. Marvel doesn't suck.